Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. MyPillow. Use the code Chad at MyPillow.ca and take advantage of the premium MyPillow. Buy one, get one free. The most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Just drilled him with a right hand. They missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platform. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Joining you from St. Paul, Minnesota. This is Oilers Now and Election Day back in Canada. Get out and vote. Make the decisions that you need to make. This is Oilers Now. It is brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Bob Stafford joining you from a rainy St. Paul, Minnesota. Uh, the Twin Cities, Minneapolis, the cool city where Prince was from. Uh, St. Paul, sleepy, sleepy, sleepy. And it, uh, it almost has a Vancouver-esque feel uh, today. We have a jam-packed show for you. The order's coming off a one nothing shootout loss at the hands of the Winnipeg Jets. We'll review last night's game. We'll also get to some comments from Edmonton Oilers General Manager Ken Holland. Uh, he uh, swung by the Oilers Radio Network broadcast booth on Friday night hit on a couple topics that uh, maybe some of you didn't hear as you're probably in transit uh, going to the game on Friday night or whatever the case. So we're going to want to get to that as well. Lots going on. John Shannon, 
Our NHL insider will join us at 12.35. One of the most uh, plugged-in writers in the United States. Uh, he may have more followers than anybody on uh, Twitter that writes Hockey Idol States uh, as a beat reporter, Mike Russo uh, from The Athletic in Minnesota. 1.35, we'll get an update from the farm with Jay Woodcroft. He is the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors and a one-on-one conversation with the Edmonton Oilers. Darnell Nurse. Here's how you can get hold of us. You reach us on a River Cree Resort Casino hotline 780-496-0063. Enjoy the new smoke-friendly expansion, Embers, at River Cree Resort Casino. Excitement. Bet on it. You can text us at 630-630 on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. We're on Twitter. At Oilers now, my personal handle is Bob underscore Stoffer, And you can reach us, uh, reach Brendan as well. At uh, Brendan Escott, Brendan with two E's and Escott with two T's, and Brendan's a big part of the show. He's man in the studio for us. How's this? Uh, how's this new line working? Is it is it happening for you so far, Brendan? Yeah, it sounds pretty darn good to me, Bob, and I think the listeners would agree. Uh, all right, well that's a good thing. Uh, we're changing a couple formatics here, and I'm trying to get into the new age. Uh, as, as, as some of you might know, I'm uh, a little bit lacking when it comes to. Uh, computers. They basically have a full-time computer person that travels on the Oilers uh, road trips. I'm just kidding. Uh, anyways, uh, so much to get to. The Oilers coming off uh, game last night against the Winnipeg Jets. Again, uh, get out there and vote. Make whatever decision you feel you need to make. I think it's going to be make a really interesting day in Canada. Uh, there's no question about that. As for the here and now with the hockey team, 7-1-1 one, and one after a loss last night. We're going to jump right into it because we got a lot of show to get to today. To the Oilers Now Audio Vault for our friends at Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Jack Michaels with the call of a one nothing shootout loss against the Winnipeg Jets. 7-1, and one. good vibes all around. Rolling into Winnipeg, where almost the exact opposite atmosphere prevails. Here's one of them, Jason, out to Matt Bennett. Wrist shot, redirected and almost by Hellebuck, who reached back and made the save. That was inadvertently deflected through the wickets by Neil Pionk. Line it, wide open, down the slot, shot, score! After reviewing the play, was determined the play was offside. We have no goal. No goal. Still scoreless. Bork centers. Open man. Larry shoots. Blocked. Once again, Darnell Nurse with a tremendous shot block. Here's Lowry. Banged it off the side of the net. Firing cop. What a save made by Mike Smith. Loads up. Cuts in between to the net. Rich shot off the post. And the rebound comes to Dries on a blind fling. McDavid's going to break away to win it. Rich shot denied. Huge save, and we're still scoreless with one minute to play. And now Winnipeg can win it right here. This guy's going to skate through it and blast it. Patrick Liney in over the line, top of the circle, shoots and scores. And Winnipeg prevails, 1-0 in a shootout. Liney beating Smith, blocker side. Oilers battled hard. Their top-end offensive guys a little quiet. Uh, you know, they were, it's interesting, they were quiet a bit in Chicago a week ago Sunday in the 3-1 loss. Uh, got some puck breaks, but David had a five-point game against the Flyers. Edmonton created a ton against Detroit, probably should have scored four or five go- goals, hit four or five posts in that game, got the victory. Uh, last night, didn't shoot when they had chances early in the game. Uh, didn't put the puck to the net on the power play. Um, I think it's got to be stated that 
there was at least two occasions where McDavid was flying in, and we saw this last year a couple times, specific with certain referees, may I add, guys that don't like calling penalties, but Blake Wheeler hacked at McDavid right across the wrist. Should have been a slashing, uh, either a slashing penalty or something, I, especially given the fact that when Wheeler got a good piece of uh, Pat Russell with a hit, Connor went back at him, gave him a little bit of stick in the second period. They called that, and it was as incidental of a contact as there was. And then they turned around and even it up with an equally egregious call against the Jets because they knew they blew the call on McDavid, sending him to the box. And then they turn around in overtime, and the guy's got a breakaway, and he's getting hacked at across the wrist from the side, and they don't call it. Like, it just... Anyways, bottom line is Winnipeg was a desperate team last night. Oilers, Mike Smith was terrific in goal. The team battled hard. Ethan Bear had another wonderful performance. Uh, unfortunately, right now, the bottom six doesn't look like they're ever going to score. Uh, they got to start scoring eventually. Sam Gagne recalled, likely to play tomorrow. I should mention Josh Archibald blocked the shot, and he was hurt uh, for that one as well. Let's get to Dave Tippett's assessment of the game last night on our uh, Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct work where oh, it was kind of a mucky game both teams had some chances both goaltenders played very well when we come in here wanted to play a hard road game don't give up any and would have been nice to get uh, get the one we needed to push us ahead but this competed hard we just couldn't get the extra point uh, there we go. Edmonton uh, does not uh, end up getting the extra point, but they are 7-1-1, one, and, one, and a major reason why the orders are in this position right now. A little Time for a little bit of honesty here. You know, on a day in which elections are taking place and we're all having the same questions about various politicians, but how many of you out there listening right now in orders now thought nine games in a season the team would be 7-1-1 one, and, one and would have this caliber of goaltending? Because they've had, I mean, okay, so in one start, Smith gave, you know, handed a couple goals away. Maybe one that he handed away for sure. Another one was a miscommunication uh, on a goal against. But he battled hard again in that, in that game against L.A. Evidence had eight really good starts. And, and there were several of you texting the show during the summer saying that the Oilers blew it with goaltending. Well, so far, so good in goal. Here's Dave Tippett. You can't win in this league without quality goaltending, and that's uh, you know the, coming into the season we thought we had two guys. With, there's you know I haven't been on too many teams where you say okay you got number one and number two. We really don't have number one and number two. We got one A and one B, and they both played like that. So we feel like we can put them in positions where they're rested, uh, have enough practice, dialed right in, so they can play well. And that's uh, Dustin Schwartz done a great job with them so far, and. and uh, We've got quality goaltending in every game. We had guys texting the show about Dustin Schwartz throughout much of September. We're three weeks into the season here, and the Oilers have got a 7-1-1 record in the West and have beaten who they've needed to beat and could have won the game last night with a, a break or two along the way. And that said, the Jets missed a bunch of opportunities as well. As for Oilers defenseman Oscar Clefbaum, he says Edmonton will take the point. Yeah, it's going to be nice like this. Obviously, we're, we're used to, we're spoiled to have those two guys on the ice when it's three on three. And usually, like you said, it only takes one or two attempts and, and it's back in the net. So, uh, but like I said, it's going to be it's going to be nice like this. And, and it was uh, it was a tight game tonight. And obviously, one point is one point. So we're just going to look forward to the to the next game here now. Uh, there you go. So uh, the Oilers. Uh uh, find a way to, to pick up a point last night. Let's get to some texts on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. You can text us at... Uh... <laughs> 
we got some great callers. You can text us at 630-630. Bob, it sounds like you're in studio today, so that's a, a solid thing. Uh, this text out of Kelowna, Bob, unreal choice. Alice Cooper elected one of the more underrated musicians, and that one comes to us from Andrew Cito. Out of, actually, he's in Nelson, B.C., not in Kelowna. Well, full uh, disclosure, uh, Brendan Escott hustles as producer of the show, and one of the things that he does is he tries to build themes into the opening song for each day. Uh, Rob out of Edmonton says, Bob, regarding the comments, uh, the, the game last night against Winnipeg, it was a good game, even though we didn't get the victory. Uh, another text out of Red Earth, Alberta says, uh, I'll take a 7-1-1 and seven, one and one start any season, but the Oilers still need to find a way to consistently play with a fast offensive game. Well, they can do that for a couple lines. Uh, the Fizzler has said, Bob, the Oilers have benefited from more generous calls this year, and I didn't hear anybody complaining. Well, I, I did say... Fizzler, that uh, you could have, I mean, the, the ticky-tack call on McDavid on the on the Wheeler thing was was a joke, uh, and then the turn around and give the Jets a penalty right after was uh, was nuts as well. Uh, but the one thing that they, when McDavid, he's, and I, my theory on this is the officials are good, but McDavid's so fast, I don't think they can, they're, they're always positioned to pick up things like slashes across the wrist as he's breaking into the net and guys are chopping at him. Again, you can text us at 630-630 on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Uh, Stephen Wataskwin says, Bob, I, I think most didn't question the goaltending. Koskinen, yes, Smith, no. Uh, well, so far, so good. Uh, Tanner out of Red Deer said, uh, the speed showed last night, couldn't skate with the Jets last year. Well, the orders are missing a guy that, that can help them in that regard, and that's Joe Kim Nygaard. There you go. Cold Laker says, Bob, who's a better comparison of Trudeau, Yakupov or Shrimp? That one comes to us from Cold Laker. I'd have to think about that. But nice job in tying in a couple themes on today's show. So there's some text on our Ashley Fine Flores text line. The Edmonton Oilers 7-1-1. They had an optional skate today. Seven players were on the ice. Connor McDavid was out there. Uh, Koskinen was taking some shots. Tomorrow, Jack Michaels will have a conversation with Mike Smith. Later today, we'll hear from uh, Darnell Nurse. My guess is Smith is going to get another start just based on how Dave Tippett has done things. He gave Tip, uh, Smith two starts and then Koskinen two starts. And then Smith two starts and Koskinen two starts. Uh, Smith got a start. My guess is he gets a second start against an injury-plagued Minnesota Wild squad that is old. And not fast, but you know what? In this league, anybody can beat anybody on any given night. All right, uh, one of the things to watch for moving forward with the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club for me, can they get some support scoring? I mentioned Nygaard out uh, two to four weeks, took a, a shot in the ribs against the Chicago Blackhawks, got crunched in the boards. I think Nygaard's going to end up playing in the Oilers' top nine when the, by three-quarters of the way through the season. They like this guy. He can skate, gets in on the forecheck. Uh, he's had some chances, and I think they've actually missed him in their bottom six. And going into last night's game, and I guess there were six more guys that played, so that's a combined total of six more games. 44 games played from the bottom six of the dress last night, and they've not scored a goal. Uh, 24 goals from their top six that was in the lineup last night uh, through uh, the first 51 games because uh, 
chase on miss three. But I, I think Nygaard's going to have a chance. I do think there's some support scoring say, uh, coming. Ken Holland addressed this issue Friday night in an interview that he did with Reed Wilkins and myself on the uh, Oilers uh, game night show. Here's uh, the Oilers general manager. Uh, I'm with you. Over the course of the next 75 games, we're not going to go 45% on the power play. We're not going to have uh, 75 goals out of, uh, or 80 goals out of one or two guys. We're going to get some depth of scoring. So, uh, you know, I, I'm happy there. I think I think we're happy that we're 6-1. and one. We're happy that we got the 12 points on the board. We know that we, uh, we can play. We have to play better in some areas. We know that some areas are not sustainable. Um, but it's it's a finding a way to win league. It's finding a way to get two points. And I think in the early goal, we've, what what I've liked about our team, uh, our team, to this point in time, is how we've stuck with it and we've competed. And I thought we found a way to grind out and get a win in Jersey when we very easily could have lost the game. I thought the other night we could have lost the game. And I think that's the part of a DNA of a hockey team. It has to be that you know our first five games were all come from behind victories. It's hard. It's a hard league to win on a come from behind so so certainly there's lots of good things but we know that we've got to get more depth of scoring as we go forward yeah there's no question about that um again i think nygaard will end up in a top nine spot i think in a perfect world uh kyler yamamoto at some stage comes up but not right away like you know if he's in a scenario where he's 30 games in a year down in bakersfield and let's say he has 12 goals and 15 assists you contemplate bringing him up to give you a little bit more juice, and he can also kill penalties, something that he's doing for Jay Woodcroft down there. And then can the Oilers get themselves another center? Tam will tell on that front. That said, Ken Holland has a model that he wants to stick to when it comes to developing players in the American Hockey League. Yeah, I'm a big, you know, I, I played nine years in the American Hockey League, so I saw in, uh, two struggling organizations at the time, Detroit in nine, the mid-80s and, and, and Hartford, and watched players go up too soon, too young, not ready, and came back, lost their confidence, so that impacted me. And then you get to the NHL, and it's about wins and losses. It's not a development league. And um, the importance of when the players are here that they're ready to contribute, and if they're not ready to contribute, go to a league where they can be important, be on the ice in important situations, be important to the team, I think uh, uh, confidence is such a big part of an athlete's uh, DNA, and um, that's where they can develop uh, uh, that in the American. If they can do it, you know, Dylan Larkin's a kid that went right, you know, one, one year of college went right to uh, Detroit. Yep. But I think most most players need to spend some time in the American League. Well, certainly, you know, Dylan Larkin was a 15th overall pick. I mean, Leon Dreisettle was a third overall pick, got 37 games, you know, the, the year Larkin was playing college. And then the next year, they both kind of went at it, and uh, Dreisettle has obviously continued to develop. But number one picks often play right away. Uh, Nugent Hopkins, there was some criticism from some of the media in town that he should have been sent back. People forget that he had 52 points in 62 games that year. I mean, Nico Escher just signed a seven-year extension at north of $7 million. He had 52 points in 82 games in his best year so far in the NHL. So... Anyhow, uh, again, I, I think that is the cavalry coming, uh, not in the short term. Um, could the Oilers use a, a, a slightly different look? Uh, certainly, yes, a pull Yarvey. And I know there's guys out there that tweet uh, yes, a pull Yarvey updates. Uh, I know what the comparables are to the Finnish League, to the NHL. I think if Yessa was here, he'd be slotted in permanently. Third line right wing. 
and would be playing every night and be playing somewhere between 13 to, say, 15 minutes a game and then getting some power play time. Uh, just look at how it's rotated between Archibald and Russell and, and even Chase on at times, that third line right wing spot. So I think Pogliarvi might be slotted there. Now that said, at this stage of the game, the most likely scenario is that yes, a Pogliarvi will get traded. I think that's, it doesn't take a uh, rocket scientist to figure that out. Can Ken Holland get a third line center for that? I'm not sure. So time will tell in that regard. Anyhow, that's the thoughts of the Oilers president, general manager of the seven, now seven, one and one Edmonton Oilers. Obviously, we did that interview, uh, on Friday night before the game. A very solid performance in the victory against the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, Oilers in uh, the Minnesota Wild tomorrow. We'll get a perspective uh, from the Wild uh, on Mike Russo at Edmonton time today. When we come back in orders now, we'll get to NHL today for elite promotional marketing. Bob Stafford joining you from historic downtown St. Paul, Minnesota. Hi, this is Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Thanks a lot, Leon. It is 1226 in Edmonton, 126 St. Paul, Minnesota. Fergus in Victoria, B.C. has texted us. He says, love listening to your show, but I'm a Jets fan. Fantastic entertainment yesterday. Zero, zero games can be so intense, and this one was. That line A Golo, you called it, Bob, from Fergus in Victoria. Well, they got guys that can shoot it. Connor can shoot it. Line A can shoot it. Shifley can shoot it. Uh, you know who's the best shooter for Edmonton? Dry settle. And, uh, he's their closer as a three guy. So, and I don't think not to, both teams played on the ice, but I think there were some challenges for both teams at times, uh, a bit with the ice yesterday as well. All right. Let's get to NHL today. It is brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing, building tailored branded programs for your team or business where your order is done on time, every time. Elite Promotional Marketing. Here's Brendan Escott. Four games tonight in the NHL. Toronto is hosting Columbus. Vegas is in Philly. St. Louis entertains Colorado and Ottawa invades Dallas. The Florida Panthers signed the unrestricted free agent center Brian Boyle to a one-year deal worth $940,000 over the weekend. The 34-year-old split last year between Nashville and New Jersey. Flyers first round pick from 2018 Joel Farabee got the call up yesterday. He had 36 points in 37 games with Boston University last year. Stars forward Tyler Sagan has a house for sale in Dallas that was actually destroyed by a tornado over the weekend. He did post on Twitter to say that he and his belongings were all safe there. Uh, Bakersfield Condors fell 4-3 to Stockton on home ice on Saturday. Josh Curry, Tyler Benson, Joe Gambardella all with two-point games. Next up, the Ontario Reign coming to town on Wednesday. The Oil Kings knocked off Red Deer on the road on Friday night, a 5-1 final there. Josh Williams, Riley Sawchuk each with a goal and an assist. They're now off until Friday again when they kick off a three-game homestand against Medicine Hat. And the U of A Golden Bears, uh, somewhat surprisingly, Bob, surrendered seven goals to Mount Royal at home on Friday and lost to the Cougars 7-3. Brendan Burke and Matt Berlin splitting time in goal for that one. The return fixture in Calgary on Saturday was a little bit better. A 3-0 shutout for Brendan Burke and the Golden Bears. Tyler Soy picked up two goals there. This weekend, they're on the road for a pair against the University of Lethbridge. The last time Alberta gave up seven goals against at home was in 1998. So they had a tough day at the office. Uh, I'm just wondering a little bit. There's a lot of skill on that team. I think Ian Herbers is going to have to work on some role clarity, which is certainly, we're getting a lot of texts from people saying, Bob, you got to back off on the concern for depth scoring. The depth guys are doing their job. The Oilers are fifth in the league in defense. 
That's perhaps a fair comment. We'll talk about that more coming up with John Shannon, the Oilers 7-1-1 start and other happenings around the National Hockey League. But right now, we're off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.